Welcome to another episode of The Dudes Abide. I am Timmy Johnson, and thank you for joining us. But uh, joining us always each and every week is the fellow dude, Ryan Anderson. Hola, mis amigos. Um, Ryan, uh, not so busy of a weekend for me. Uh, you've been sick or something? I, something well, uh, well, you know, I did get my last COVID shot last week, and, uh, you know, uh, I did sit our unnamed workplace. Uh, you best believe uh, I fucking went ahead and sent that email in. For your $100? Uh, yes, sir. Get Time know. to get paid. Yep, time to fucking get paid. Um, I didn't really do my, uh, yesterday. Which is Friday, I, uh, which I mowed my grass during the week on that last day before the rain, which was Tuesday. And um, yesterday, I uh, took off a load of limbs. Uh, and then this morning, we uh, took a load of cardboard off. And I had my son scheduled for a haircut this morning. Yeah. We get there, the whole gang, because we were going to get donuts afterwards at the uh, Dunkin' Donuts. And uh, my son didn't want to go in the building. He refused. Why is, why is that? Three-nager, Ryan. He is a three-nager. He has got tons of fucking attitude right now. This little asshole don't want to do anything. He don't want to. So I went and got my hair cut instead. So that's done. Um, oh, what else? So we had the family over uh, tonight for, uh, played some volleyball and some et cetera and hung out with the family tonight on her side. But no wrestling this weekend. But we'll be back in uh, Owensboro next week. So is the so I know he upped the outdoor stuff uh, Bashir did in Kentucky. Did they up the indoor stuff? Or are you able to have more peeps there? I, I honestly don't. I don't know if we ha- have to worry about that as much as much. As well, the- you go to a venue and you say it's fifty percent, and you're not getting fifty percent before. You can just say whoever wants to come comes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we're pretty. I mean, it's different than like a UK ball game or something, where it's, it's always going to be packed. You know, right, right. They can't have it. Our Indian, our I mean, our Owensboro crowds have been really good though. So I, I mean, we still have the social distance and all that. But uh, well, I mean, if if you're getting five hundred people, thousand people there, but the place holds twenty five hundred, then you're all right. Still, you're still right. under fifty. Well, we ain't getting that much, but yeah. It's been good though for what it has been. Like we've been really satisfied with the attendance that we have been having. Um, I really ain't got much else. Uh, so did you have any side effects at all uh, from the COVID shot the next day? When you talked, so you said you had a little bit the, the day head- of, but yeah, the headache the day of. But that was really it. Like I mean, I've heard than- all. I've heard all over the map from people, especially on their yeah. second one. Some people say I didn't have shit, you know. Some people like I mean, they're I'm- just about to die, you know. And I, I kind of have a theory that people people have heard this so much too that they look for they overanalyze themselves. It's in their head. It's in their head a little bit. Like I'm a little. I had 
I'm, I know someone, you know, he was hot this week, had a second one. I was kind of, well, it's kind of hot too. You know? yeah. I don't know if it's, if it's hot because you're, you know, you have that or if it's hot because it's just hotter and you're looking for things to be worried right. about. Right. Um, I just, I don't know. I'll get my second one Monday. So we'll see. I might turn in. I might be sick as a dog Monday night. Yeah. I, I was pretty good though. Like you're a pretty healthy dude too. So like, I, I, I don't I think you'll be fine. I was fine. I mean, yeah, I had that headache that first day, but who knows? That could have been other things, though. I did drink the night before, so that could have been it, too. So, you know, it couldn't have just been the shot. But, I mean, Sunday on, I was, I've was i been fine. You know, I, I went to the gym five days this week. Like, I'm good. Um, but I really, I don't, nothing's really happened. Um, anything with you? Yeah, I haven't done super lot this week. Uh, the day I, I did work on the truck, I changed out the old spark plugs today. Oh, that wasn't probably too bad, was it? Eh, it wasn't too bad. One side was. One side was kind of a pain in the ass. The driver's passenger side. Si- yeah, driver's side. The passenger yeah. side had the airbox. You can pull the airbox off, and it just opens it wide. Yeah. It's super easy to change that side. The other side, it's got some brackets in the way, got some hoses in the way, and it's a little bit of. I got a few scarred up places on my hand now from, yeah. you know, maneuvering in there. Did you my have wife, a? My wife goes, "Do you not wear gloves?" I'm like, what? What the hell are you talking about gloves? <laughs> I ain't wearing no gloves on. You can't that's, feel it. That's what that's what pussies say about working on a truck. Yeah. <laughs> you can't feel what's going on. Yeah, and I'm always paranoid about dropping them little nuts and bolts down in there. Because yeah. once they go down there, you ain't never finding them suckers again. No. They're <laughs> on skid plate or something. The, uh, do, I you know, a, do you have a swivel? A couple swivels? Oh, yeah. I have a I have a, a, a swivel magnetic spark plug socket. There you go. That sucker works like a charm. Yeah. I had an old one years and years ago. I bought an El Cheapo like, T-handle thing. It had like a the, the 5 8 socket for you know spark plugs, the deep well. And I, it was a piece of shit, and I broke one of my them spark plugs out of an old truck because it wasn't, it wasn't, it was crappy. It was cheap, and I was broke, so I was like, "Oh, this will work," you know. Right. No, it broke it because it was like a swivel, but it like popped. How you couldn't get it like good pressure, and it wasn't like a for a ratchet. You know, ratchet you can really control that. Yeah. It wasn't, and I, I'm lucky I got that sucker out of there. And I was like, so not anymore. I get the good. I'm like the great tool. I'll pay a little extra because I don't have to screw with it. Yep extended like magnetic said magnetic man i just popped it right off that truck's getting the uh it's getting the one well my fuel mileage is going down i've noticed that for a while it was the winter and you know we had snow so i was running four-wheel drive a little bit Uh so i was like that's just that and it's not going up and it keeps and i was like and i haven't changed i had seventy-five thousand, and the damn thing's what eight nine years old now so, so it's hey, I have I don't drive and I drive a lot of stop and go you know I don't I have a little short burst here and there yeah. it's like I need to change them and I pulled them out they were they were kind of crud I mean they weren't terrible terrible but no, they were cruddy they were dirty you know the, so we'll uh, see we'll see how the fuel mileage does the next couple of times so those are cool on plugs so you just had to take that little ten mil bolt off the take that mil, ten mil bolt, pop that boot out and yeah pull them out put a little put a little uh, anti-seize on there oh. put a little dielectric oh, dude I put that I go to the works. Yes, Andy's. never, never sees. Never, I got that anti sees yeah. on there. I got a little dielectric uh, jet, that little lubricant on the boot and stuff. Now, you know, now, did, you're, now you're getting oh, out of hand. Right. Hey, you're getting bub, out of hand. 
Bubba, old me, the cheap yeah. me back in the day, not done any of that shit. You know, <laughs> original Ryan on the original old piece of crap trucks I drove. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, just You're, putting new, and it had been the cheap plugs too going yeah. in. I Did got you, the, I got, I got some NGKs, some oh, uh, okay. Iridium, Iridium NGKs, bub. You, I went all the, out. Uh, old me is like the ones in the, like the one <laughs> at the, uh, AutoZone, they had like the the barrel by the door. Yeah. And it said, like, I'm old crappy spark plugs. That's what I'm grabbing back yeah. in the day. <laughs> Doing it. You just said you just said three things that I've already piqued my automotive uh, car okay. guy in me. Uh, NGKs. Yeah. Um, dielectric grease. Yep. And anti-seize. You, yep. sir, sir, you, you have passed. I went all out. I know. You, you have passed. Yes, I've... Like I said, back in the day, it was the El Cheapo. It's a champion El Cheapos. Yeah. From the zone. And I just popping them out, throwing the new ones in. Let it yeah. rip. Let it rip. Hope for the best. <laughs> That's good enough. That truck is uh, seeing some good maintenance. I can tell you that. I, I, but I am, well, see, the thing is, I'm cheap. And yes. I don't want to buy another truck. I don't want it sucker. I want to drive it till it falls apart. I'm not buying another truck, you know, yeah. anytime soon. Yeah. So I keep, try to keep it running so I don't, it's cheaper to do that. Uh-huh. See. I ever since I've so I've got my Camry and Heather's car. I haven't been driving my Tundra as much now. Yeah. And uh Kenny Kent's been sending me fucking notifications. Hey, you need to come in for a service. I'm like, guys, it ain't ready for the service. It hadn't reached yeah. my mileage yet. Like, I haven't reached my ten thousand mile uh service yet. And they're just hounding me, like, hey, you need to bring this thing in. It's like, it's not ready for the service. It's just give it time. Shit. Um, they they were going to upcharge you real bad on that stuff. I hope not. Oh, I know. Well, I get, I, I'm still in my free, my free uh, maintenance right now. But, oh, don't worry. I won't go back as soon as it's up to my, me flipping the bill. It ain't going to be. Like if they like like changing the spark plug. I mean, I the plugs. I got a little higher end ones, but uh, you know, you take that to a dealer, man. There, it's a couple hundred oh, bucks. Oh fuck me! That's, the, that's for them. And it didn't. It took me. I put the headphones on. I was listening to podcasts and doing it. You know, I took my time. Actually, yeah. I don't think it took me half an hour, maybe, maybe oh, a little more, because that one side I had to pull that bracket loose and yeah. get in there. But if I could have got in there, it'd have been half hour at the most. Yeah. And that was taking my time, just muttering along. You know. Yeah. That ain't shit. Freaking de- the steeler shit, but they would <laughs> put that freaking penis to you. Oh, absolutely. They're they're gonna look at the book and be like, oh, it takes you know x amount of time to do this. It's like truck. cleaning your like your your throttle bodies and stuff. You know, people. Oh yeah, we'll get that done for you. And it's like you're charging you like seventy five bucks, hundred bucks. You know, to do that. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it's like a five dollar can from Walmart <laughs> and just yes. spray it down, wipe it out. Yes. Like, God damn, they steal from you. It's like my wife's gonna need her car's gonna need it done, but I, it's it's freaking cramped. Yeah, like that is a pain in the ass. Hers will be. Mm-hmm. It's like I may just say like take it to the shop. Like the, we take it down to the shop. She gets to we'll change her because it's low. It's got all kinds. I don't feel like jacking it up, getting under it. It's like just and they don't you, ever really they don't just, really steal from me down here. So I was like just take it in there, maybe have them pull them out. Can you reach underneath the? Tacoma? It's under the cow. I can. Oh yeah, I can. I don't even have to do anything under the cow. I just get yeah. underneath it. Get underneath it and fix it. I've changed everything. I don't have to jack it up or do anything to Tacoma. Right. But the, the Highlander is close. Yeah. It's got it's a lot lower. Yeah. It's like, uh, sometimes it's just better just to take it down there. 
Did I tell you that I worked on my? No, I didn't. Uh, I put it on that Camry I just got. I put new valve cover gaskets in it last weekend, and put new spark plugs in it, and changed the oil in it last weekend, last Sunday. So I worked on my daily a little bit last week too. Um, feels it feels good oh, to be able to work on your. It feels like a good job, job well done. Oh yeah, and, and, and you can do well, it yourself. I think for the gaskets, uh, oil, air filter, every, uh, oil filter, every it was like eighty bucks. You know, it ain't, and there ain't no telling how much they would. And the spark plugs, okay, yeah. And spark, they were like you just said a minute ago. There ain't no telling how much dealer would charge for, or even a, just a regular shop for pulling that valve cover, or doing the spark plugs, yeah. and goddamn. That would, that would have been 150 bucks in labor in itself. Yeah. Which, you know, they have to make money. I understand. But but they go they go above and beyond on that. Oh, yeah. So I pulled that, you know, I pulled them spark plugs out, sir. You mm-hmm. know, it's Toyota. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm anticipating Denso, right? Yes. Yeah. Denso's mostly time is in Toyotas. Yes. Pull out three or Denso on one side. The other side is NGK. I have two separate things on each. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, I had three and three. I was like, I guess it was one side of the assembly line, the other was the other side of the assembly line. They had different batches. Oh my god! Yeah, I was like, that was odd. Yeah, that's definitely. I odd. mean, I think the NGK is pretty much like a that's the standard, standard for Toyota for Toyota as well. That's why I bought them. Yeah, expensive but, plug, but they're a great yeah, plug. Yeah, but I had the half and half. I was like, that's kind of odd. I was expecting them all just to be Denzos. Yeah. Anyway, that's huh? That is weird. Maintenance is done, sir. I'm all, I don't like even said, know what. I, I didn't pay attention to what came out of my Camry. I bet it was Denso. I don't know, but dude, they were. It's a hard. It's a real long explanation, but like the valve cover gasket was not good, and like, but the middle bolts of it were loose. So like on that four cylinder, you know how those spark plugs are like re- recessed into the head, like in the middle. Yeah. So, like, around that valve cover gasket, it's got a gasket around each plug. And I watched this dude on YouTube. He's like, hey, if you pull two, like pull a couple spark plugs and your spark plug is, like, oil-soaked, that's your problem. I pulled those suckers out. Ryan, these spark plugs were dripping in oil. That's no bueno right there. No, no. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'm not joking. Like, when I was working on getting this valve cover off, like the middle bolts I was taking out with my fingers. So maybe that was just a problem, but what I did was, well, and the, this fucking thing was burning a quart of oil a week. So that's where all the oil was going is fucking just burning it. Yeah. So I didn't have a lot of oil in mine. I mean, it was, I had a lot of, you know, carbon buildup and stuff, but yeah. I didn't have any oil. I was like, pulled them off and it wasn't oil dripping off of them. So that's a good sign. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You're good. They were probably just a little white, weren't they? Uh, they had a little bit of like carbon buildup on the threads. The white on the, the electrode part Tip, was a little yeah. white. And... Yep. That's good, though. Taco will be good for fucking another 10 years on those plugs. <laughs> I hope so. No, yeah. I'm I probably kidding. only have <laughs> just over, barely over 100,000 right. going on it. 
You'd done lap me three times with the with something you're driving. Yeah, the Camry. Yeah. Or whatever. You know, it's I've already it's hit two hundred thousand. That one I just bought. I bought it with one ninety eight, and I've already hit two hundred two. So you know, they that fucking thing gets drove a lot. But I don't know about the Tundra. The Tundra one. I mean, it's only I've had it for almost. Nah, when did I buy? It's getting close, isn't it? For having it in a year. Yeah, probably. Well, maybe a little more. I've got like 8,000 on it right now. I don't know if that's that much or not for a year's worth of driving, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the national average is for like a US citizen on mileage per vehicle. But uh let's go ahead and get and do some uh over the lines. Uh, you got anything this week, Ryan? Well, you know, I got that laser treatment done in in uh, January. Yes. And I had trouble before. I had to like deal with the insurance, get them pre-approval and stuff. Fuck. And they and they tell me, you know, at the my doctor, he, oh yeah, we got it. It's ongoing now. It's good to go and all this and that. Yep. Well, I keep getting letters the last couple of months. Oh, they're asking for more information and bullshit from my <laughs> well, my doctor. Got a letter this week. They have denied my claim. Are you for paying for kidding me? <laughs> yes. And I was like, what the shit? So I call them up. Yeah, I called up the the Anthem. You know, I called them up and was like, what the hell's going on? They said that it's gone through all this stuff. They had a change in 2020 with their policy coding. And I guess the leather one, they grandfathered in. But they've changed it. And they, and my doctor didn't get pre-approval. He, they talked like, oh, yeah, they're all good to go. I was like, fuck. So I'm on the hook for like 1100 1200 bucks if oh. I don't get this thing. So they're like, well, she's like, you can dispute it or something like that. I'm like, well, how do I do that? Because I'm definitely going to be disputing this. Yeah. It's like, you've already paid for six of them. You've not had a problem this time. And she, oh, I mean, I could see that you've had them. We've paid for them. You know, I was like, and like, yeah. I have one more. I have one left in the end of the year. Yeah. She's like, oh, I definitely start getting on that, trying to get approval on that. Like, oh, yeah, I intend to. I'm not paying for it out of pocket like that. No, fuck you. No. It's like, God damn it. I just... It's I don't know what we do because like insurance companies it's it sucks it you sucks to deal you with you shouldn't them. have to fucking deal with this dumb shit I don't and people want like Universal and I don't know if Universal be but I don't know if the government be in charge of it I don't think it'd be any better they can't do basic shit right yeah but but companies being for profit all the time it's not the answer either yeah you like something it's different if you're buying a car and that yeah you don't need a freaking car you know or you can make do with something less. It's under you know letting competition happen. It's being for profit, but health is not for profit. Healthcare right. is not something that you should be basing that the profit motive should be part of. To extent, I mean, you don't want to be like just stupid, but I mean, just I don't know. Yeah. I, am I wrong here? I mean, oh, I just no, don't see no. that. We live in a country where it's unethical if someone showed up with a heart attack at the hospital. Yeah. Good God! That was my phone dropping. Did yeah. you hear it? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think we all heard it. Yeah. No, you know yeah. I mean, if you show up to the hospital with a heart attack, it's unethical not to treat them. Yeah. We don't look at it, you know, we don't even do regardless of your pain, but so we look at it as something fundamentally, it's, you're, you're entitled, not really entitled to, but it's a fundamental right. Like, you have the right to be treated. You have the right to continue on through life. You know, you're not, do everything you can to help someone. Yeah. But, but then we have this healthcare system that's based on profit, you know. Yeah. Is it profitable for us to cover this? Mm-hmm. And it's not. I don't know. It doesn't align. No, it's, it's not. It's not a product like in the sense of other consumer where, uh, goods. 
Uncle Biden's trying to get a oh a preschool. Yep, I seen that. He ain't got a chance in hell getting that through there. Yeah. Oh fuck! I my my uh, Anderson. I don't know if you know, but my boy goes to preschool next year. So <laughs> you're hoping for it, but I okay. I just them fuckers will fight him tooth and nail. Yeah. Uh, like this college, like community college. I think we should pay for community college, or at least oh, the states yeah. should. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't necessarily know if the the education should be done at the at the federal level. It should be probably a state thing. Yeah, you. Would but I think a, the state. But I think it benefit the state of Indiana to pay for community oh, college for. Yeah, you would have a lot more tradesmen and yeah. whatnot. You know, people not starting life with a bunch of debt. Yeah, and you know, and I and you could put certain restrictions. I don't know if you should go for ancient egyptian poetry or some bullshit like that you know you want to go be a nurse or be a mechanic or be a plumber or be a computer programmer something a skill that you you're adding value yeah we should i mean it's different we paid for people to go through high school high school diploma used to mean more than it does now it doesn't mean as much you need more now you need some kind of certification some kind of extra education we should it would benefit us as a whole you'd see oh yeah you would yeah yeah for a comp- for a country that prides itself in being so capitalistic and so you know business oriented, we don't invest in shit in this country. Oh fuck no! We invest in military. You know, <laughs> well, invest in military. We invest in companies buying back stock and you know making a fucking killing on the stock market, but we don't invest in the actual company or country. We don't invest in the roads. We don't invest in the bridges. You know, we've been short short investing in that forever. Now they have this gigantic bill. People are freaking out about, but like we have not put the money into it forever. We're behind. Yeah. Yeah. This is like you let your house fall the fuck apart. Now you've got to put a new roof on, put a new, you know, fix the foundation, put a new AC system because you haven't done the maintenance. You haven't done the work right. a little bit at a time for all these years. And now it's come due. Now you have to put a lot of money in it to get it back up to snuff. Oh, yeah. And we don't, we don't invest in this country. We don't, we don't look at it. It's just, oh, it's wasteful. You're, there's some things that are an investment in life. Yeah. Some things are wasteful, you know the sex habits of spotted frogs or some bullshit. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but building bridges, building roads, building trains, you know, yeah. having passenger trains, fixing the ports, fixing... Make sure broadband's everywhere. Making sure kids have food at school. Yes. Oh, Pay, God. Just fix, fix that, the fucking kids' lunch. Let's, let's yeah, make sure every kid's got lunch. I, I have no problem one. paying for kids to have lunch at school. It's, no. it's maybe cut back on one of them aircraft carriers and it's just get, make sure all the kids get lunch at school. Yep. Bingo. That's that's a good investment. You know, kids look at, you know, you won't want people being radicalized. You know, hey, these people looked out and made sure I got lunch and you had an education, you know. People looked out for me. You have a little bit of pride in your country, a little bit of wanting to give back, give to the next generation. Instead, you look at this country like these people just told me to go fuck myself. They look every chance they get to try to screw me. Mm-hmm. You're going to have someone with hurt, you know, hurt feelings, anger towards those around them. Yep. It's kind of like foreign policy. You know, sometimes a building a school or a hospital in another country does a lot more good than dropping a bomb on them for, you know, aligning your interest with them. Right. That'd be an investment there, too. We don't like doing that. We like investing in bombs and blowing shit up because it looks cool. Right. <laughs> well, what you got? What you got? All right. So, our unnamed workplace, right? Yes. The hog farm, the bathroom. Which your your bathroom is way nicer than what mine is. I don't know if you realize that. I remember them old ones. They were a little old 
taken a lot of farts over the years. On the big, farts on, just the farts seeped into the the concrete walls. It's just on, you couldn't aisle, get it out. You know which yes. ones I go to on the yeah, aisle, oh yeah, two five. Yeah, I know which one. Yep. Yeah, dude, you would think that's a high traffic area. You would think that oh, yeah. they would they would want like a pristine restroom. So like you know, because that's a high traffic. No, false. That bathroom is the fucking hog farm, bro. Like there's a toilet that's constant. We're constantly stepping in water every day. In this motherfucker. Isn't that ridiculous? Yes. Standing pee everywhere. I'm not, I'm not shitting you, Ryan. Like, I know. There, I know. There's standing water in this motherfucker every day. I just laugh every time I go in there. It's like, you fucking kidding me right now? This bathroom is fucked. And it just smells bad every time you walk in there. But anyway, anyway. What I, the point I'm getting to right now is, so I go in there... Uh, I can't remember what part of the day it is. And Ryan, I go into a stall. Okay. Gotta drop got to drop Dooski here, right? Got a little little belly ache. You gotta alleviate mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what do I see on this toilet on the back side of it? Probably probably just piss and shit. Okay, no. Besides that. Okay, oh, besides that. Uh not 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 a pair of drawers either. <laughs> That has happened numerous no. times. Oh my god! Too many to count. Something odd. Uh, uh I would say a crack pipe, but that's not that odd around no, there either. Fuck. Oh my god! That's S- syringes for heroin. Yeah. Oh, you would think this is a factory. Yes. People that are listening. Some, yes. But uh, no. There's some dandies roaming yeah. the halls of that place. Yeah. Um. All right, are you ready, Ryan? Okay, I'm dying to hear it. A fucking package of a snack cake wrapper. On the back of the toilet. On the back of the fucking toilet. So this tells me that someone was sitting there eating some freaking zingers while they're taking this <laughs> shit on the toilet. Yes. Oh, man. There's some dirty fucking people. That thing, it's, it sounds like an orchestra tuning up most days. It oh, smells yeah. like it smells like this vaporous death entering yeah. your nose. It's like, yes. oh my god! Someone's eating a freaking zinger in there. <laughs> uh, listeners out there, this this we're in this factory. Oh, that's safe to say it's a fucking factory. And these dudes are fucking their their fucking diet every day consists of pizza and fucking McDonald's, McDonald's. and and. Pounding down monsters where their their digestive system supercharged from all the caffeine going through. Yes. Oh god, I got a shit right now every day. The you would not believe the shits I have heard through stall doors. <laughs> yes, <at> just <laughs> photo standing, finishes. Yes, photo yes. finishes every day. Just standing at a urinal, you just hear <laughs> like it's fucking. All the time, you're just. And usually, Did we just bust an airline somewhere? What yes. was that? Oh yes. my god! Usually, my reaction is just like, "Oh, <laughs> oh god!" <laughs> like, but anyway, some dirty bastard sitting on the toilet taking a shit, eating yes. a zinger. Yes. Uh, oh don't you, no! Don't you think that's over the line? That's over the line. That is yeah. definitely over the line. I, I have some I w- goddamn respect for yourself, sir. Yes, I was amazed. Like some fucker, like you just. Well, said. think of all these people go in there, drop deuce, and then just straight out the door. 
straight out the door and probably grabbing a bag of chips right on their way oh, through I and can't. just pounding down know. chips with their wiping hand, not washed it once. No, I can't. I can't. That's, oh. Oh. That's, that's too much. You dirty son of a bitch. Wash your hands. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll damn near wash them twice in that fucking place. <laughs> yes. Yes. <sighs> yeah. I, that blew me away. I walked in there. I was like, you've gotta be fucking kidding me right now somebody was shitting and they just fucking decided to have a snack cake multitasking Mid- sir it's called multitasking Fuck, Get two, killing two birds about. with one stone Shit. whoever you were when you ate fucking Mrs. Freshly's something <laughs> it's freaking honey bun yeah. pounding down a honey bun just don't do it don't do it in the goddamn toilet Anyhow, you ready for some news? Oh, yeah. Let's go. All right, what do you got for me this week? First story of the week. Mr. Joseph Exotic is still making headlines from behind prison walls and is calling for President Joe Biden to undo what he says is a kidnapping by the Department of Justice for a political agenda. Hmm. The Tiger the Tiger King star, star's diatribe, came out on Thursday when Exotic, whose real name is Joseph Malinado Passage, spoke via a prison phone in audio obtained by Fox News to accept the honor for Tiger King, which won the Social Media Superstar Award in the entertainment category. I guess this is at the Oscars. Yeah. Pretty wow. sure. I would like to thank you all for the this award and thank the millions around the world who saw through the editing, the agenda, and the paid interviews to see the real, real Joe Exotic, the real guy who has compassion and love for his animals, for the homeless and for the sick, but most of all for humanity as a whole. Exotic began in the nearly three-minute phone speech. It was only the second time Exotic has ever spoken from prison. What has been done to me puts a black cloud over the entire justice system of America, he continued. Our leaders of this great country should be ashamed that our own Department of Justice can take part in a kidnapping of me for political agenda to only to only end big cats in America. Exotic, 58, was convicted of 17 federal charges of animal abuse and two counts of attempted murder for hire in his plot to kill his arch nemesis and big cat rescue owner, Ho Timmy Johnson. That's that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> That's the only way you can say it, too. Yes. <laughs> it's not Carol Baskin. It's that bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> in, in 2019, for which he was sentenced to 22 years in prison. 22 oh, years. That's bullshit. Yeah. How are we going to have a Tiger King sequel here if he's in the clink? There's people that have actually committed the murder that have gotten less. Yeah. Well, she got nothing. She killed her husband, fed him to a freaking tiger. <laughs> Throughout his time in prison, Exotic said he is now navigating his life with a new sense of purpose, which includes advocating for issues centered on prison reform, sex trafficking among the aging population, and to make children around the world smile. That they are born if they were born with cleft palates and a face and a face of life of only being bullied and teased. Did he make sense? 
I intend to use my new platform to speak for justice and prison reform and speak for thousands of men and women in this country who have been wrongly for, wrongfully convicted or over-sentenced in this country for simply no reason other than for profit. Hmm. Exotic. Or, <laughs> or it, he is... He has taken action in his case, and by action, Exotic has pleaded with Joseph Biden to let him out of prison. Conspiracy and the obstruction of justice in my case by the U.S. attorneys and federal agents and their witnesses, witnesses, I can't even spit that up, is something only President Biden can make right by seeing the truth, looking at the evidence, and listening to my attorneys, and then signing my pardon and and appointing someone honest within the FBI to help me stop the more than 75 young Asian girls from being trafficked for sex by the people who set set me up to shut me up and put me here and all ignored by those who search for justice. That's a mouthful. So not only does he he is he's decided he's going to fight for Asian sex trafficking justice, he's also wants out of jail. In the- yeah, well, that's... <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. He, he he shoots for the stars. I'll give him that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, how else are you gonna do it? But Mr. Biden, we voted for you here. We we need you to do us a solid and get Mr. Exotic out of the clink. He's sorry. Yes. He won't do it again. Yep. You know, if the real miscarriage of justice is that bitch Carol Baskin's getting away with murder. <laughs> it's her fault. It's her damn fault. She drove him to it. Yep. If you see him, it's apparently Mr. Joe Exotic, he's a passionate believer in justice. Look, he's fighting for the Asian sex traffic work, you know, sex trafficking victims. Yep. Obviously, he has a passion for injustice. He saw this man murdered by his wife and fed to a freaking tiger, and he wanted justice for it. Yep. No justice coming, apparently. What's this country come to? I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd hate to believe. I'd hate to see what's happening here. <laughs> oh, I don't think Mister. I don't think Mister. Joe is getting out of prison anytime soon. No, I think he's. Uh, I uh, think he's staying in there for a while. The more he talks, the worse he's making it for himself. He might have got out in a few years. He might have let him out in a few years. But the more he talks, the more likely he's going to serve twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. Just give it up, Joe. Lawyers like just. Dude, just shut the fuck up. Maybe we can get a deal. Maybe we can do something get you out a little early. Yeah. Well, this stinks, the owner of a home in Michigan says. He's fed up with the smell of what on his na- on his property line with his neighbor, Timmy Johnson. Dog, dog shit. You're you're part of the way there. Horse shit. And it's probably it's probably you're getting closer, but you're not getting you're not getting stupid enough here, sir. Are you ready for it? Human shit. No. Well, you're 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 better. You're closer with the animals. It's a wall of poop, sir. What? A wall of poop. The smell of a wall of poop that his neighbor has been building near his property line. Uh, uh, Wait. (laughs) Wayne Labrath of Lori Township claims that his neighbor, a farmer, began using cow manure to construct the wall sometime last year in a dispute. Or after a dispute over the property line that divides their land. You son of a bitch. I'm putting a wall. I'm building a wall. (laughs) Making it out of cow shit. Hmm, Wonder who inspired that. Yeah, the other piece of shit. Anyway, 
prior to <laughs> prior to the dispute, Labrath says his neighbor would spread manure all over his farmland. Now, however, the manure has been built into a dung-based divider that extends 250 feet in length. They got a picture of it up on here. It's a it's an impressive wall of shit Whoa. right on the property line. Why would you spend that much money and time and resources? Well, he was spreading it. He had his, he was to have the cows. Yeah, he normally spreads it. He spreads it out in his fields, but now he's like, you know what? I'm gonna put it right on the damn property line. See that son of a bitch come on my property now? Oh my god! It's now just not just Labyrinth and his and his neighbor that are currently caught in the smelly crossfire either. Labyrinth has two tenants living in his property both of whom are sick of the sight and smell of the farmer's feces fence. Unfortunately, local officials don't have a whiff of good news for Labyrinth. As long as the manure remains on his neighbor's property, Labyrinth can't do much about it. The farmer, meanwhile, doesn't seem to care what Labyrinth or his tenants think about his poop wall. He'd just prefer they stop calling it a poop wall. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's not a poop ball, he remarked when asked about the manure. It's a compost fence. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sure he's got these people fucking pissed beyond belief. I'm surprised they haven't just burned the complex down. That's coming next, probably. What else you got? This comes to us, uh, our... Home away from home for stupid in the world. Like you can guess that country. Florida. Oh, UK. Oh, yeah, it's the UK. They're the Florida of uh, the European uh, yeah. continent. Right. McDonald's is really strict about what time lunch starts. Do you know that, Timmy? You ever go in there, you know, try to get you a, a burger guy. or something? It's still on the breakfast menu. Or if it's the breakfast menu just ends and it's going to lunch and you like show up, you can get get you some like a big breakfast or something. And like, no, sorry, the... The breakfast ended like five minutes ago. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh, man. Yeah. They're strict about it. They, they're straight on time. Yeah. Changing over. Doing the changeover. Right. A man has been jailed for robbing a McDonald's in England and making off with not just some of the cash, but also food. Unfortunately for him, it was it, not only did he get caught, but he also, also wasn't able to get the meal he was hoping for at the time of the robbery. Rudy Batten pled guilty to robbing a McDonald's in February. According to, the, to a news outlet, Batten claimed to have a gun and demanded money from the register and forced a manager to give him access to the store's safe. On the way out, Batten reportedly demanded some of the fast food franchise's famous Watt Timmy Johnson. What the hell was he wanting? What menu item at McDonald's was he wanting? Hmm, apple pie. No, that would be easier to get. What else? But something on the. So remember, we're. He's demanding that. Wasn't a McRib. That would be what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big Mac. No. Some of their famous chicken nuggets, sir. Give me a. Give me all your money and give me a freaking package of freaking oh nuggets. My God. Unfortunate chicken nuggets. Unfortunately for him, it was still too early in the day, and the restaurant was only serving breakfast items on the menu. Oh. Apparently, he was unwilling to wait for them to cook up some nuggets, so Batten made off with a double sausage McMuffin instead. Batten reportedly stole more than six hundred dollars from the restaurant. He was reportedly identified by 
cameras and turned himself in to authorities later that day. It was discovered that instead of an actual gun, Batten had been threatening his victims with an unloaded .177 air pistol. <laughs> a freaking BB gun or a pellet gun. McNuggets, sir. Well, if you're gonna rob it, what you'd I think you'd be a McRib guy. Give me a goddamn McRib, sir. It's not on the menu. Bullshit. You always got McRibs. Used to be year round. I don't. I don't necessarily really, really crave the McRib. Do you? Not really. It's not that. I don't go to McDonald's that much anyway. Mm. Broski, I'm right in the middle of the stage where my children love McDonald's, so. You can only imagine how much McDonald's gets paid for by yours truly. <laughs> what else you got? Let's see here. A a this comes to us from Berlin. A German police bomb squad was called to investigate a hand grenade in a Bavarian forest, determined uh, determining that the object was actually a rubber what? Timmy Johnson. Dildo. Sex toy, sir. Ah. A jogger reported finding a bag containing the device Monday in a forest outside the city of Passau near Germany's borders with Austria and the Czech Republic. The discovery of forgotten or hidden munitions is still a regular occurrence in Germany more than 75 years after the end of World War II. But when the bomb squad arrived and inspected the contents of the bag, they determined it was a rubber grenade replica Condoms and lubricants were also in the bag to help help to inform the hypothesis, hypothesis about the device's intended use, police state. An internet search confirmed their suspicions. There are actual sex toys made in the form of hand grenades. Hmm. Hey, take that hand grenade and stick it up my butt. Jesus. What do you think of this? Uh, Someone left their hand grenade sex toys out there. Forced in Germany. That's a hell of a forget. You Got know? the bomb squad called out to check on it. Yeah, I probably would have scheduled this for like a different period of the day, like where I could just, you know, derp out the door without anybody seeing it as much, you know. All right, I got one more story for us, Timmy. This yeah. is. This is becoming an ongoing theme on this podcast. Oh, no. Former Nevada Senator Harry Reid. Harry Reid used to be the Senate Majority Leader of the United States. He's retired yeah. now. This is top-ranking member of the Senate. Right. Senate Majority Leader, okay? Mm-hmm. Once a major leader in the Democratic Party before his retirement, has claimed that defense contractor Lockheed Martin may have fragments of what? Timmy Johnson. UFOs. You're exactly right, dude. Something's nah. up. This is the former Senate Majority Leader saying that Lockheed Martin, a major defense contractor, has fragments of UFOs. Oh, wow. This is getting crazy. Fuck yeah. Reed, 81, told The New Yorker that he had never actually seen proof of the, rem- the remnants, but was rebuffed on his efforts to get Pentagon approval to find them. Reed, a longtime senator from Nevada, the home base of Area 51... Long rumored to house UFOs and possibly even live aliens. Mm-hmm. I was told for decades that Lockheed 
had retrieved some of these materials, the Democrat told the media outlet, and I tried to get, as I recall, a classified approval from the Pentagon to have me go look at the stuff. They would not approve that. I don't know what all the numbers were, what kind of classification it was, but they would not give that to me. This is the Senate Majority Leader, remember. Reed was interviewed as part of a New Yorker story about government probes into UFOs. A government report is expected in June that will further detail what the U.S. government knows about UFOs. What's up, Timmy Johnson? Um, we got aliens, bro. Yeah, some they're getting ready to drop some. This is the former Senate Majority Leader saying, "I was trying to find out about UFOs." Oh, I'm trying to get dirt on it. They keep they keep spoon feeding us this. We're getting ready to get the big reveal. Yep. We're there's aliens. They're coming. Yeah, I just know they are. Maybe your crazy Uncle Billy was right. We thought he was just drunk on moonshine. They showed up and ain't probe me. Oh, shut up, Uncle Billy. You got liquored up and fell on a broom. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Apparently, man. Uncle Billy was right. If I just gave him a storage shed out back, they'd be tickled to death. Yep. God damn. Oh, we got anything else this week? No, nah, I think we've covered it again this week. Oh, man. Well, Uncle Billy. Oh, man. If, uh,. You guys want to do us a favor and uh, leave us those five-star ratings so we can grow this thing each and every week. Ryan, thank you. Adios, mis amigos. We'll catch you guys later. Uh, Check out Instagram and Twitter and whatnot at Secret Sauce Garage. Uh, And uh, make sure you subscribe. This one, too. Thank you.